the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A good day, everybody. It is the Monday Dennis Prager Show. Mark Davis in for Dennis from the studios of 660 AM The Answer here in proud, bustling Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, Dennis is out today and tomorrow. I'm here with you today. I think Mr. Eisler's in tomorrow. Dennis back on Wednesday. And we begin boy, back for the first full day of the Biden, or the first uh, half day of the Biden administration. So I'll tell you what, since I guess this is pretty well guaranteed, uh, we've done a lot of business together here, filling in on the Prager Show, and it's always a joy since this is our last conversation together during the uh during the remaining dwindling days of the trump era that's probably something we can talk about as we take stock of these four years that we've all been through love to hear from you uh you know the telephone number one eight prager seven seven six one eight prager seven seven six let me give you a little thumbnail of some of the things i'm going to uh to ask you about we stand here at the brink of an inauguration, which is festooned with, what, 25,000 National Guard troops? To some degree, uh, slice the pie for me. There are two reactions to thousands upon thousands of troops uh, adorn, uh, not adorning, taking up their positions in Washington. May God bless every single one of those men and women in uniform. But here's the thing. That is either... A, proper vigilance in view of the fact that, hey, we did just have some riots. Or B, it is political theater designed to make America think, oh, my God in heaven, this is what we need to protect ourselves from crazy, violent Trumpsters. Now, I don't think that's binary. I think it may be uh, some of both. And I don't know exactly how I'd slice the pie. Uh, I've, I've I've often said in terms of preparedness for anything that I'd rather, you know, have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And how'd you like to be the official who understaffed, you know, the troops for the inauguration and then have another riot breakout? That would not be a good look. But you know what? I have zero expectation of another riot breaking out, just as I and you and everybody else had zero expectation of a riot breaking out on January 6th. Yet here's where we are. We had a riot on January 6th. So suddenly, retroactively, President Trump, who spoke that morning, he incited the riot. Now, if some idiot says that on the street, I'm prepared not to care. But when the Congress of the United States floats an impeachment based on that, are you kidding me? And sadly, uh, I'm not kidding, because that's where we are. And and senators like Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley. That that famous, now infamous photograph of Josh Hawley walking up on Capitol Hill, seeing perhaps a smattering of people there gathered to support him and Cruz and other brave Republicans who stepped in to, to, to cast some question about this tainted election. 
and to uh, perhaps oppose uh, the acceptance of electors from some states where the Constitution had been so savaged, where the laws had been so sidelined. That's what they were doing. It was constitutional, through the system, thoroughly lawful, everyone free to agree with it or disagree with it as they please. But now, retroactively, since we wound up having rioting that day, Cruz and Hawley being called on to resign. Now, all of this is stuff and nonsense. It is sound and fury signifying nothing, uh, as is the impeachment. But, you know, silly me, there may be impeachments in my life, and now we may have one every few years, I don't know, uh, that I agree with or disagree with. But this one is a stain. It's a stain on the Constitution. It's a stain on our history. It is a stupid, juvenile, vendetta moment born uh, of, a, of a toddler tantrum of people who hate Trump. And, and it's not just Democrats, because 10 Republicans, Liz Cheney, for crying out loud, who has done much that I've admired, uh, Fred Upton in Michigan, Adam Kinziger in Illinois, and seven other you know, backbenchers decided that the only way to telegraph their revulsion about the riots is is this where we are now that in order to make sure that everybody knows that you are sufficiently repelled by the riots is to vote for impeachment of the president and and to invent out of whole cloth the notion that he incited them which is simply factually incorrect it is a lie i am universally repelled by the riots. I am wholly condemning those who took part. You know what else I'm repelled by? A tainted election. States changing the rules in midstream, uh, sacrificing the Constitution and proper election procedure on a phony altar of COVID urgency. You know, that kind of repels me too. So there's a lot to be worked up about. But this notion that you 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 have to be on board for for falsely accusing the president of incitement in order to to lay down some bona fides of having been sufficiently critical of the riots good grief is that where we are and sadly we are Follow me on Twitter at Mark Davis, uh, the best show prep in the world. Uh, before I do the Prager show, as I finish my own three hour program here on 660 AM, the answer in DFW. And boy, did we, we, we had quite the shindig this morning here on a Monday where we're anticipating Wednesday and the beginning of what I playfully, if, uh, perhaps accurately call the Harris Biden administration. Uh, the days of Joe Biden as this nice guy, this kind of center left, reasonable guy. Those days are over. They are over. He is all in with the hard left of his party, categorizing things he doesn't agree with as having an air of the third right, of, of adopting an agenda uh, that, that is wildly left. Get ready for it. Here it comes. But you know, before we even before we could even get to fighting the battles that we would have expected to fight over borders, COVID uh, relief funding, abortion, uh, Supreme Court justices, whatever may lie ahead. Before we even get to that, we, we've got these rapids to navigate containing things that I've called the silencing and the smear. 
The silencing is the attempt to mute conservative speech. Now, and the way a lot of these folks are attempting to get around the First Amendment is there was this guy on CNN over the weekend, I guess, guy from Stanford, saying, you know, OANN, you know, One America, Newsmax, et cetera, et cetera, the particularly pro-Trump cable networks, they have First Amendment rights, dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't mean that all these cable providers and all of these dish providers, that doesn't mean that they have to bring them to your house. Well, dude, (laughs) what good is someone's right to speak if the tools and the platforms with which they speak are yanked from them? And that's the other thing that's uh, that's underway, the silencing coupled with the smear. Now, here's what the smear is. If you dared to speak a word in opposition, to this election result, you were basically a rioter. If you are guilty of disinformation, you're guilty of lies, you're essentially guilty of sedition, this is what they are doing. They are coming for us. They're coming for for, for Trump post-presidency. And by the way, a post-presidency impeachment is 1,000% unconstitutional. And here's the thing. I'd like to say I'm going to enjoy this. I'm not because it's a trampling of the Constitution. But there will be an upside. There will be a silver lining. The chance of a conviction is zero. You've got to have 67 votes in the Senate. 67. That would mean 17 Republican turncoats. We're going to have, I, I know, three. Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, Pat Toomey. Surprise there. Maybe they'll, we'll pick up a, a couple of other malcontents. I don't know. Uh, but getting to 67, impossible. So Trump will, will claim complete vindication as he heads into a post-presidency. And maybe that's another thing that I want to talk to you about today. What is post-presidency Trump going to be like? What, what, what will restrain him in the private sector? <laughs> Do you think he's going it? Not only is he not going anywhere, he will be front of mind for everybody that loves him, everybody that hates him, and most people in between. Do you think that a media culture that spent every day trying to hound him from office is is going to suddenly, like, let it go now? Because they still have work to do. They still want to beat him into submission so that he doesn't think about running in 2024. They also want to beat you into submission if you're among the 75 million, at least, who voted for him. Uh, to, so that you don't ever think about giving rise to somebody like that again, because they're still scared to death of him. All right, going to the phones next. One eight Prager seven seven six. Mark Davis in for Dennis. Happy Monday. We'll continue the Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the one hundred percent drug free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks... I found that I could climb stairs pain-free, but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 
Fine young man there, little Philip Phillips, out of the American Idol experience. Uh, thanks for making this your talk show home, the Dennis Prager Show. I, I'm a little little home invasion going on today. Mark Davis in for Dennis uh, from 660 AM, The Answer in DFW here in the ReliefFactor.com Studios mobile uh, version. You know, I, I kind of got rolling in the first segment, and there's something that I've done. I've, I've done it ever since the whole COVID nightmare kicked in almost, can you believe it, almost a year ago. When I was yanked out of spring break uh, on my own local show, I came back and I said, you know, this is sufficiently weird and disturbing that I might as well bring to the show something I say I do all the time, and that's prayer. And every time I've done a Prager show, a Larry Elder show, Hugh Hewitt show, whoever else show on the SRN that I'm glad to fill in on, I've brought that prayer to you for those who have um, uh, or, or of a mind to participate. It's changed up uh, some over the uh, the ensuing months. There's still a COVID angle to it, but there's a lot more to think about. So join me if you wish for these roughly 60 seconds, and we'll hop right to your calls. one prager 776 But on this Monday, Lord, we thank you for this blessed nation and your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you, which our nation was founded to protect. Guide us to fight for our liberties within the law and by following your law. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would want to be treated. Fill us with the energy to be smart and safe as we seek a path out of the COVID era. Let us lift up those people whose lives and livelihoods have been sidelined by shutdowns and restrictions. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America where elections are reliable, where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill, and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. And as we face each day's new slate of problems, Lord, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many, many blessings in our nation in our communities, and in our homes with our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything. And we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. All right, one eight Prager 776 Let's go to the Windy City. We are in a Chicago. John, hi, Mark Davison for Dennis. Welcome. How are you? I'm good, sir. Thank you very much for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, it's nice to talk to you again. Thank you. I disagree with you, as always, but I really appreciate the chance to talk to you. My pleasure. Um, everybody who, all the insurrectionists who attacked the Capitol believe the election was stolen from Donald Trump. They, they believe that despite the fact that every single person who's in authority to assess the security of the election says that's not true. And they heard that claim from not just Donald Trump, they heard it from Sean Hannity and Steve Cortez and Dennis Prager and you. <laughs> and so I, I feel strongly that all the tension and all of the violence in this country emanates from this central claim. And the president could diffuse all of that by simply walking into the briefing room, because he hasn't really been silent, sir. He could walk mm-hmm. into the briefing room mm-hmm. and tell the nation, hey, the election After looking at all the evidence and pursuing every legal option, I have reached the conclusion 
that Joe Biden is the legitimate winner of the election. He could do that. Except that, do that. Is, except that is not his belief, and here's why. Let me ask you some things, because you've hinged, as many, many do, on the notion of the various courtroom battles that failed, various other assertions of widespread fraud. It didn't have to be widespread. But here's the thing. In various states, was the Constitution sidelined so that voting procedures could be changed? That answer is yes. Were their votes thus accepted that would not have ordinarily otherwise been accepted? That answer is yes. Was scrutiny into this process afterward blocked? That answer is yes. And if you put those things together, does that plant in a potentially in a reasonable person's mind a potential doubt that says, you know what, this result may not be clean. It may not be accurate. That answer is yes. You can agree or disagree with that assessment, but it does exist. It exists validly and supportably in the minds of millions. Can I respond? Of course. Okay, my response is this. I think that what people should also ask themselves, rather than argue with everything you just said, I would ask you this, sir. You should ask yourself, does anyone in authority to assess the security of election, any governor, any secretary of state, any election commissioner, the Department of Homeland Security, the attorney general, the Supreme Court, any judge, do any of them support Donald Trump's claim the election was stolen? The answer, sir, is no. no. That's, a, that's a fair point. The, my reply would be that the, the, these kinds of binary, it was stolen or it was not, asking a judge to say that there are X number of votes that we know came in, all of those places that you, valid places that you list, are places that reach conclusions that are based on some rock-solid, numerical, provable, mathematic assertion of fraud times this many votes. I don't think that was ever going to happen. This exists in the, in, in the rocky, foggy, craggy coastline of doubt. The fact that I just described well, to you, the, the factors that I just described to you, create completely valid doubt. Are they the kind of thing where I can go into a courtroom and say it was twenty five thousand people in Pennsylvania, forty seven thousand people? No. But is the is the doubt valid? Is the doubt supportable? Of course it is. Well, I guess my conclusion is that based on the fact that all of those people I just named who are the ones who actually have the authority. Didn't I just tell you, didn't I, and just, just for time, didn't, didn't I just tell you, didn't I just tell you that those were never going to be the repositories of some firm finding that the election was stolen, where we're going around the tree needlessly now. I've described a doubt think, that is think, validly held. Belief, Go ahead, I'm sorry. I think, I think your belief that those sources should just be thrown out that they that they are not at all not at all i i I honor i not not at all don't don't put do not do not put words in my mouth we can't we can't we cannot both talk at the same time can't both talk at the same time don't put words in my mouth i respect all those people who did what they uh, judges judges nobody went into a courtroom and said i just proved fifteen thousand votes were stolen that was really never going to happen no secretary of state was able to necessarily find X number of votes. And by the way, what Secretary of State wants to step in and say, yep, my state was crooked, my state, you know, screwed up. Nobody wants to do that. The doubts are, by definition, nebulous, but they are also, by definition, valid in terms of the rules that were changed, the constitutional precepts of Election Day shelved. Those doubts are valid, sir. They really, really are. And and, and to discredit them, uh, you can disagree with them, but to to the, the attempt is underway to shelve them, silence them, to tell millions of people, to tell millions of people that they're making stuff up. This is the silencing. This, and I don't attribute it to this gentleman who, with whom we just had a nice, honest conversation.
But this is the silencing. This is the smear. Because to have these beliefs, to have this doubt, they want, they want you to pretty well be a rioter. They want to paint you. And by the way, that's not the only broad brush that's going on. They are, com- they are coming after uh, the evangelicals with Christian nationalism, whatever even that is. They're coming out. I love this. Southerners, they're coming after conservatives, obviously. And now they're coming after the troops. Have you heard uh, Steve Cohen, Democrat of Tennessee? You'll hear him in a minute talking about the troops are all male. Troops all voted for Trump. What are you talking about? Mark Davis in for Dennis. Stick around. Mark Davis on Twitter at Mark Davis. Dennis Prager Show. Listen to all things Dennis at DennisPrager.com. Be right back. The Dennis Prager Show. And if you do that, the first thing you'll notice is that is not Dennis Prager on my uh, on my phone, my device, or my TV box. Hey, Mark Davis in for Dennis today. Dennis is back on Wednesday. Mark Eisler tomorrow, I'm given to understand. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mark Davis. Appreciate you. Hey, speaking of devices, if you have made a, among your New Year's resolutions, try to save some money here in the big 2021. Let's take care of that right now. When your family switches to Pure Talk from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, you could save over $800 a year. That is called real money every single month, right back in your pocket. And you don't have to sacrifice coverage. Pure Talk is on the same network as all those other carriers, uh, but they charge you half. And Dennis loves it. I've heard him talk about it. He's a customer. He uses it. So just don't take our word for it. Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs. Right now, unlimited talk, text, and two big fat gigs of data for just 20 bucks a month. And if you go over on data usage, they don't charge you for it. Grab your mobile phone, dial pound 250. Say Dennis Prager. When you do, you'll save 50% off your first month again. Dial pound 250. Dennis Prager. Say it into your phone. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. All right. To the phones. 1-8-Prager-776. And we are in Pasadena. Cecilia, Mark Davis in for Dennis. How are you doing? Hey, Mark. How you doing? I'm good. Good. You're one of my favorite, by the way. I have a, a question. I think it would be really interesting to ask all of the listeners to find out if at one point the people that absolutely hated Trump and now love, love Trump, what made them change their mind? And the reason why I'm saying is because I had a sister of mine that despised him and I always loved him. And now she's on the Trump train. Look at there. So what, 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 then really let, let's use her. Let's put her out. under the microscope. What what was the cause of her um, change of heart? Uh, the cause of her change of heart was, um, and, and she absolutely used to hate him. She realized that uh, the mainstream media was part of the problem, and she realized that it was all the majority of the things were just lies. Well, look at well, There you go. Answered your own question. I think that's true of many. Thanks, because if if... If you show me 100 people who just had very little use for Trump at the outset, maybe didn't vote for him, apparently who didn't vote for him. And and I've taken these calls forever. Dennis has, too. It's like, well, I didn't like him before, but I do now. It's called they got over themselves. They realized that that whatever, you know, piddly squat objections they had were about things that didn't matter. They realized what does matter is results, policies, agenda. And on the things that matter, if they have a conservative DNA, listen, if somebody hated Trump in 2016 because they are liberal and they saw conservative governance coming down the uh, the pipeline, that at least makes sense. But when conservatives said, oh, I, I hate Trump, Trump's terrible. I mean, what's the matter with you people? And I guess there are two kinds of folks, folks who got over that 
and folks who didn't. And so, uh, and now, now that the Trump term, alas, comes to its end, at least the first one, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, we'll talk about that sub today if you want. Uh, there's 70-some million people who voted for him. I, I don't presume that every single one of them is a MAGA hat-wearing, let's go to the Capitol peacefully and patriotically, uh, that they're all of the same ilk. But at the very least, they were willing to cast a vote for a continuation of his agenda, if not loving every tweet and every stylistic uh, behavior that he brought to the to the table. And that creates some really interesting uh, lenses forward to 2024. Because here comes 2022 before we even know it. And before we get to 2022, which feels like it's a couple of years away, Election Day is kind of almost. Do you know what's one year from now? Just one year from now, the primaries of 2022. That's when the voters of Wyoming figure out what to do with Liz Cheney. That's when the voters of Michigan try to figure out what's going on with, with, with what they need to do about Peter Meyer uh, and and Fred Upton. That's when the voters of Illinois figure out what to do about Adam Kinziger. All of these confused malcontents, who Republicans who voted for impeachment. There has to be accountability for this. There has to be. And and I know in a country, I know I'm dreaming in a country where our attention span is short, our memories are short. And I'll tell you what, every single one of these characters is going to do here in the first year of the Harris-Biden administration, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to do all kinds of good things. There, there'll be a, a really unifying value to uh, to the first year of Harris-Biden. Uh, we're all going to be sort of rowing the boat in the same direction, which is the opposite direction they're trying to do. And, 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 and there'll be a lot of healing and a lot of moments where these folks will have voted the right way and said the right things. We must never forget that when asked to impeach the president for something he did not do, they said yes. That, to me, is disqualifying. Maybe you differ. Give me a shout. Mark Davis in for Dennis. The Dennis Prager Show. It is the Monday Dennis Prager Show guest host, Texas guy, Mark Davis, here with you from the studios of 660 AM. The answer in the big DFW. Hey, listen, speaking of Dennis, though, Dennis is back on Wednesday, and he and another very close talk show buddy of mine, Mr. Mike Gallagher. Uh, boy, you got to join both of these guys. That's going to be a party. That's that's going to be an event for a travel opportunity that, that not just highlight of your year. We're talking about a highlight of your life going with Dennis and Mike Gallagher back to Israel. It's in October, the 10 day stand with Israel tour, the highlights of this amazing country. It's a trip I have made. It is life changing and it'll give you an unprecedented view of an amazingly inspiring region. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. If you're thinking, I don't know, uh, travel in this weird era the 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 you got the window open until may the your registration is refundable until may if you need to cancel for any reason so don't let it constrict you now let me give you the phone number or or the, or the website is standwithisraeltour.com standwithisraeltour.com and the phone number 855-565-5519 855-565-5519 or standwithisraeltour Com. All righty, we are in West Lafayette, Indiana, and Mike, that is you. Welcome, Mark Davison for Dennis. Good Monday to you. Hey, Mark, thanks for all you do. Hi, thanks. Hey, um, my comment was, you know, during the 50s in this country, we went through McCarthyism. They used the word commie to get rid of anybody they didn't like. 
I think the same thing's going on right now, except the word is conservative. Yeah, the, <laughs> the smear is underway. If you dared to oppose the election results or dared to support those who wanted to oppose or, or, or cast aspersion on the election results, they want to put the flaming pitchfork in your hands, essentially put the fire extinguisher in your hands, beating the brains out of a cop during the riots. It is guilt by association of the highest order. Absolutely agree. Except McCarthyism, is it going to be Cortezism or what? <laughs> well, uh, it's it's it, they're they're coming after all of us, and that's and, and thank you so much. I appreciate it, Mike. And that sounds like such you know red meat. Uh, um, I don't know. They're coming for all of us, but I mean it. <laughs> here's and here's, I, I'm not prone to hyperbole. Here's what I mean: if if you are conservative and you cast the slightest aspersion. On the, on the golden, untouchable validity and sanctity of this election result. If you step forward, you know, and I don't mean with any kind of Lynn Wood lunatic fringe nonsense. I mean, you're saying, you know what? In a bunch of states, the vote totals were screwy. Yeah, the Constitution dashed against the rocks, rules changed, drop boxes cast to the four winds. You know what? And clearly it resulted in X number of votes, and we'll never know what X is, uh, number of votes accepted, signature veri- ver- verification suspended, uh, the blanketing of states with unsolicited ballots. This resulted in votes being accepted that would not have been accepted if the rules were followed. That is the basis for the doubt of the election result. And so there's a huge straw man campaign underway here. And, and the straw man is a logical flaw in which people, you know, set you up against an argument that you're not making. The first gentleman, I appreciate the first call today. You know, is there some official in some state that's given us a numerical confirmation of, of how much fraud there? Oh, no. And that was never going to happen. I think I told you on this show. Have I? I've done the show since the election, haven't I? Uh, that, that this wasn't going to come from a courtroom. There was no judge that was going to, you know, bang a gavel and go, I have hereby found here in my black robe the 22,534 votes were, you know, were fraudulently and, you know, improperly cast in Pennsylvania and Trump actually won Pennsylvania. That was never going to happen. It is, it's a frustrating thing. It's a foggy, nebulous kind of doubt. It's like walking into a house full of flies. And there are flies all over the place. Quick, how many are there? I don't know. Well, then there must not be any flies. That's probably a very clumsy analogy. But ride with me here. I think it kind of works. Uh, the, the, the inability to denotatively, mathematically divine the exact number of fraudulent votes doesn't mean there were not improper votes. And, and again, the, the, and they say, well, where, where are the allegations of widespread fraud? Where's all this widespread fraud? It doesn't have to be widespread. Do you know how little a sliver it took to throw this election? You know, from, from just across a few states, a few thousand votes in each state, boom, Biden wins. That's how you get there. And so that is the basis of the doubt, harbored by millions and millions of people. And they do not hold that doubt ill-advisedly. Uh, when I was doing my first talk show in life uh, years ago in Jacksonville, every once in a while, we'd scoot on out to St. Simons Island, Georgia. Pleasure to go there. Jerome, Mark Davison for Dennis. How are you, sir? 
I am well, Mark, and thank you so much for your prayer uh, early in this show as you fill in for Dennis. Uh, it was encouraging to hear a, a talk show host reach out to the Lord on the air, real time, with his audience. A very, very impactful prayer, and thank you so much for that. Well, you are more than kind, and, you know, not to pull the curtain back, but you're not just some guy driving around in St. Simons. You're the guy providing the programming that helps them do so. Are you not our proud owner there at WCGA? Uh, yes, I am. And uh, on this Martin Luther King uh, holiday, may I mention something about the Dred Scott case as it applies to today? You surely may. Got about 30 seconds, so bottom line it for okay. me. You for people who say that the election was stolen uh, for the media to tell us to go away, it's like after the Dred Scott case was adjudicated, everybody gets together and tells black people to go away. It was wrong then. And it's wrong now to tell us to go away. That is a superb historical comparison. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the, for the call, obviously, and for carrying the Prager Show and for everything you do there on the Big 1100 in WCGA territory on St. Simon's. Beautiful stretch of America out there. God bless you, and thank you so much. Appreciate it. We had station owners on the phone. That's, that's always good. Other station owners are proud to call us at one break. <laughs> Uh, own a station, listen to the station, you just bumped into the station, whatever. We are glad to have you at 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. Yeah, th- this is where we are. This, and I've got a lot of this up on the last couple of days of Twitter, at Mark Davis, M-A-R-K Davis. And let's get back into it, a number of topics with you on the phones next. Mark Davis in for Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. How talk show time flies when you're having fun. First hour almost done. One down, two to go. Let's go. 1-8 Prager 776. Mark Davis in for Dennis. We are in Prescott, Arizona. Gary, hey, Mark Davis in for Dennis. Good Monday to you. Welcome. Good morning. Thank you, Mark, for taking the call. Hi. I had uh, just a couple of things here. One, uh, Nancy Pelosi kind of beat me to. I've been trying to get on radio shows, and it's hard sometimes. That uh, I think the Democrat Party, the universities, and the major news, I mean, news networks, and the Schools now are a clear and present danger to the United States of America for what they're brainwashing our children and what they're doing and tearing down our, our history and stuff. And the other thing, question I have is if these other states did find out or should find out that Trump actually did win, now what do we do? Do we uh, that won't take be Biden, President Biden out of there because his, that, his side cheated? A, 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 that that won't be happening. There will be no magical day in the future where we numerically prove a margin by which Trump actually won a state. It's simply not going to happen. In fact, it's largely impossible. The doubts we have, those of us who have them, are well-placed. It's like, well, look how the laws were broken and the Constitution shelved, and there were tons of votes welcomed that had no place. But as far as numerically proving something, not going to happen. But as a thought experiment, because I think this was sort of where you were going, what if if, if there were? What if, you know, uh, July of this coming year, uh, all of a sudden we divined that, wow, we just proved X number of thousand that proved that enough states were won by Trump. Uh, is there something, you know, can you go kick Biden out and say, told you so, you scoundrel? Uh, no. Uh, the, the, just just no. Uh, that would um, place in us, I would think, a little extra motivation to right the ship by replacing him with a Republican Trump or somebody else in 2024. Now, let's uh, in fact, you know what? Let's close out the hour with a little 2024 talk, shall we? <laughs> I don't know about you. I'm ready for 22 and 24. 
And uh, the, the biggest mistake anybody could make, I mean a big mistake, is to presume that Trump is toast. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that MAGA Nation will be full, you know, all eight cylinders for an announcement in late 2023, and that all kinds of independents and moderates and all kinds of other, I, I, I don't know. But that's that's the key thing. Know what you don't know. Our national memory and our attention span is so short, and the attempt being made right now to savage him and blame him for the riots, that's not going to last into the pages of history. So um, there are a couple of possibilities. If we win back the House in 22, which I think we're totally going to do, might even win back the Senate. That will will be flush with the, the delicious feel of success, and we'll be looking for that next Republican president. And if it's not Trump himself, maybe it's a governor like Ron DeSantis in Florida, Christy Noem, uh, in South Dakota. Maybe it's, it's a, a key congressional ally. Maybe it's somebody we're not even talking about. Uh, you know, maybe the loyalty of Pence or the family name of Don Jr. But then it'll be time to see what flavor of leadership will we be looking for. Something very Trump-like or something somewhat different. Let's talk about that and other things in the next hour. Mark Davison for Dennis. The Dennis Prager Show. Live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a trained engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's a three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384.